mom, put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three in Brooklyn, New York. I'm trying to figure out whether I should go back to work, have another baby, or spend the rest of my life waiting for my fresh direct order. Hey, I'm Christine, a video editor and a mom of two living in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Allie here, podcasting up in the mountains in South Kona, Hawaii. I work as a real estate agent and a mom of two boys. Hey, I'm Molly. I'm a teacher raising two kids in St. Augustine, Florida. And I'm Sarah, a new mom to one sweet babe living in Brooklyn, New York. Between five busy households, it's a miracle we make it on the mic at all. But trust me, we need this as much as you do. Hi, girls. Happy recording day. We're back. This is Nursing and Cursing. Girls, are you there? Hi, yeah. Okay, cool. So um, this week we're talking about anxious children, how to raise them, how to deal with it. We have no idea how to deal with it. Please help us. Um, yeah. yeah. Kids who just have, you know, the worries. And all kids have the worries, but some are worse than others, right? Yeah. And it's like, how do you know if you have an anxious kid and where did the anxious kid in your family come from? Were you the anxious kid in your family? I don't know. <laughs> I think a lot of it is about like when you are confronted with an anxious kid, can you relate to them or no, you can't relate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, who, here, who on this call was the anxious kid? Shut up, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was the anxious kid. This is Molly. I was definitely the anxious kid well i could say that i totally was an anxious kid too but i was just keeping it all inside quiet same same yeah, totally anxious I mean, but bottled it and just put same. on a facade of confidence me too i'm still, with Chrissy, I'm still totally mm-hmm. anxious but not emotional but definitely anxious i'm still i'm that adult right anxious yeah. but not emotional well we wow. all grew up in what well, i think we all grew up in households that would like breed anxiety. Yes. Yeah. Without pointing fingers. <laughs> <laughs> this season, we're really I, I don't think I love that I'm saying that, like, as though my parents are listening to this. <laughs> like, right. They, it's not like our parents you know are supporting are. us in this podcast anyway. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> does, does anyone's mom or dad listen? No, I sure hope not. Mm-hmm. I think no. just a not lot of I'm like mother. Of. I think just more like mother-in-laws, mm-hmm. right? Right. Right. Uh-huh. I don't yeah. think my mom was interested. Uh, Agree. Right. That's the same thing in my life. Just not that interested. She's like my oh, mom could never figure that? out how to actually turn on a podcast or download. <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure. Aww. She, she would that. probably listen if she could understand how to do it. Wait till she figures it out. She's got such a treat waiting for her. Five she more does. years. Years of backlog. How do you guys guys think that your parents, those of you who felt like you were an anxious kid, how do you think that your parents felt about the fact that you were anxious? Never know. So annoyed. So annoyed. Um, They didn't know and didn't care. Wrapped up in their own problems, never took a look around. And still, yeah. 40 years later, have never stopped to think like, oh, fuck, did I drop the ball back there? <laughs> back there. Wow. My parents knew because I was 
the opposite of Allie. I well, I was anxious, but I was emotional. Uh-huh. So Wore it on your sleeve. Yes, it was everything from my socks aren't right. It all you know, I just didn't want to get on the bus and I would I remember waking up in the middle of the night crying and my dad coming in and being like, I'm I just I'm so worried about when I'm gonna break my leg. Like I don't wanna break my bones. <laughs> my dad was like, Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I know who you are in my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, the, you're the same kid who woke up screaming, crying. I'm the only person in this family that doesn't have bangs. Oh, <laughs> oh my okay. god! Yes. Wait, Molly. Like you were just like, at some point in my life, I'm gonna break my leg, and right now, in the middle of the night, I'm I'm worried about it. it nailed yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Worried about all kinds of things that she had no control over. Mm-hmm. I love that you say have no control over Allie because yeah I feel like when you have an anxious kid that's the hard part to get your head around they're worrying about things it's like navigating the no control over part right that's the hard mm-hmm. part of being the parent the, un- right? the unknown too mm-hmm. the yeah. unknown for Levi like is the worst mm-hmm. we have a birthday party coming or just some kind of event coming up he just asks a million questions he'll stay up all night he'll cry he'll chew his nails mm-hmm. uh, it's awful we have to go That's to like birthday parties we have to be the first people there like we could go early and just kind of sit back and take it all in watch people arrive Critty, what happens like what happens have you ever tried the approach of not ever mentioning anything and then just living in the moment and then arriving at something like that? What would happen? If yeah, he, he does not like it. Okay. Does not like it. Gets really upset. I've tried it before and he feels has, like an ambush. He, he feels like I've betrayed him. Like, you, mm-hmm. you lied to me. You lied to me. Mm. Now, yeah. if there was ever going to be a surprise like Disney or something, I would never in a million years tell him because. Mm. <laughs> okay. He would, it's too do you big. know what I mean? Too big and too exciting, but like if it's something social, I have to prep him because he has to take the time to like process it and plan for it. Right. And it Mm. works. It's just his process, you know, and it's so different for me. Like I can be thrown into a group of people and I'm okay or I can like Mm. fake it, you know, but like he has to really prep and Mm. then he's fine. But Isn't it funny what the universe or God or life, whatever you want to call it, gives us. And they say that before you're a parent, but you're like, wow, how did I get this kid? It's the opposite of what I am or, you know? No, I get frustrated sometimes. I can't understand what's the big deal. You know, it's so different for me sometimes. Mm -hmm. It'd be really frustrating. But then I have, you know, I feel so sad for him too. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for a quick sponsor break. As you may remember, a few weeks ago, I discovered EverlyWell, the amazing at-home wellness test that helps you better understand your health. I received my EverlyWell at-home lab test and tested myself for food sensitivities. A few days ago, I received the results and it was really fascinating. Um, The number one thing I have a food sensitivity to is eggs, which you guys is like the only thing I eat. I mean, not really, but I don't eat a lot of meat, so eggs are my go-to protein. keep hard-boiled ones in the fridge. I'm always eating them. And it turns out it's a really big sensitivity for my body. So I found that fascinating. Everlywell has given me a positive new outlook on my health. And finally, I have information I can use. 
Everly Well offers more than 30 different at-home lab tests, from fertility to food sensitivity to thyroid and to heart health. Each Everly Well test comes with super easy to follow instructions. It's, I couldn't believe how easy it was. It's pretty amazing, you guys. Every test is physician reviewed and the shipping is free. Your results come from certified labs and they are sent directly to your mobile device so you can easily view and share them with your healthcare provider. Your results are personalized and easy to understand, so you know exactly what they mean for you. For me, I'm going to start cutting out eggs and see if I notice any changes in terms of bloating. I'm like perma-bloated, and um, I'm just kind of excited to see if that's going to make a difference, and I'm, I'm hopeful. So to start better understanding your health like I did, check out Everly Well today. For 15% off an Everly Well at-home lab test, visit everlywell.com slash nail and enter the code nail. That's everlywell.com slash nail, code nail for 15% off your test. Everly Well at-home lab tests, your answers, your way. Give it a try, you guys. You won't be sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, we've talked before. Like, I Wawa is extremely – like Levi, I think, Chrissy, like has – he's not anxious in all settings and he's not anxious across the board. But there are some areas where his anxiety has, like, almost taken down our family before, like, has been so overwhelming. We've gone through yes. stretches where – it's definitely come close to sinking me and Jeremy just like feeling at a wit's end for what to do for him. I mean, I remember crying in the office of his school when he was in third grade because he was going through this period of intense, intense anxiety. And his particular fear was that during the school day, something horrible would happen to me and I would never be at school to pick him up. That was that's so mm-hmm. sad. That's like where his anxiety landed on, but it was crippling. Like he couldn't, every day was a challenge. And my friend who's a therapist had suggested writing down my schedule for him so that Mm -hmm. he could take it out and look at it every day, which I was doing. But his teacher, um, I I went in one day to talk to her and she, she had, you know, 32 kids in her class. She didn't have the patience. I was like trying to explain what was going on and she just cut me off and went, look, is there something going on at home? Oh gosh. And, well, I, yeah. was, and I just felt so thirty two kids, guys. Thirty two kids. I totally get where she was coming from. And and I love her. And she had Edie and we have a great relationship. And but I get where she was coming from. But I just spent I felt so hopeless. And so did Jeremy. Yeah, it was but terrible. it's like ouch and you're you're probably racking your brain. Obviously you're talking to everyone like, how do I fix this? And she's just like yeah, that comment doesn't make. And then you, yeah, she was basically just like, handle this, at, handle this at home because right. that's, that's not what I'm doing here, which is fine. But I was mm. like coming undone in the office downstairs, mm-hmm. and that resolved. But then we had another that that did resolve. But then we had like another flare up a year later, and another flare up a year after that. And still now in seventh grade, there are little things, and he'll just get into a weird funk, and it's like. And then it will lift. But yeah, he definitely, mm. it's, yeah. And sometimes I feel like, oh, he's so different from me. And I'm like, well, maybe this would have been me if I'd had more emotional latitude in my family instead, yeah. of, mm-hmm. instead of being told to just fucking suck it up and keep going. Maybe I would have been just like him, sharing right. it, sharing it, sharing it. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Maybe it's actually healthy that they feel safe enough to completely break down and have these anxiety-filled moments, these tearful moments. Mm. I mean, my- we're soaking it up. My son has them too, my older son, Phoenix, and his is based around not social anxiety. He, I think he thrives at parties and gatherings. His is around change, which is yeah. like, are you kidding me? That's what life is, you know? He has mm-hmm. a very hard time being flexible. The key mm-hmm. word in our family is flexibility. He is still trying to learn it and it's crippling. That's a great word, Kate. Um, any type of change. And so even in a weekly basis, we have the schedule where Wednesday mornings, I go to an early morning meeting and on Tuesday nights, he is in his bed in straight anxiety, hanging on to me at bedtime. He's Mm -hmm. a third grader, like mom, dad's taking me to school in the morning. Like he's freaked out the fact that I'm not taking him. It's a different routine in the morning. He hates it every week. And I'm just thinking that maybe by January, it will become part of our weekly routine. But the fact that it's not the same every single day, um, that's where I'm struggling the most because I've had mornings where it's fallen apart at school, where he's running back to Peter's truck and having a full-on anxiety attack. Basically, I'll call it that, just tears. I can't do it. I can't do it. He works himself up all about somebody works else himself taking him up. to school. I know. Yeah. And it's oh, just silly. That's um, how I felt too. It's silly, but then it's not because it's so right. real to them. So, so what do you guys, what do you do in these situations? Like, so if he's having an anxiety, and I, I'm not saying, like, I don't expect you to have like a clear-cut answer. I'm just saying like what, what do you do? I don't know what the answer is. I, I, I tried everything. We tried everything with Wawa. I mean, at the point that it lifted, I was like leaving messages for psychologists in the neighborhood like that my friends had recommended and trying to get as an appointment. More for me because I felt like mm-hmm. I felt like, okay, I've, I've been a mom for eight years. I went to social work school and I have everything I have tried is useless. I, I, I've like I'm, I'm a, I've tried everything I know and that I can think of. Right. Um, so I need somebody else to help me. And, and then it lifted. So we never followed through, but I, I feel like the first few years I basically was messaging. There's nothing to worry about slash. I probably was messaging you're being silly and something, something like calm down. I wasn't using any of those words, but that's for, for sure the vibe I was giving off. Mm-hmm. And I also had a, like a five-year-old and a two-year-old. So I know I was impatient. I know I was impatient. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I'm more like, um, now I feel like I'm more, and I know, I know that Chrissy and Allie probably feel this way about their kids. Now I feel like I'm more like the flip side to this like crazy emotional anxiety that can catch him sometimes is that he's such a true empath. Like he really understands people's feelings. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. For sure. All three of our boys, I would say. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's, I do feel like he's capable of emotional insight that not tons of 12 year old boys are. So I've come around to thinking like, it's not just a curse. It's also a blessing. And now I try Pete's advice, write it, don't fight it. Like mm-hmm. you're anxious today. You won't be anxious tomorrow. Like you're, 
you know, you're on the, you're on the ride. The, sometimes mm-hmm. the tide is in and sometimes the tide is out and it looks like today it's out. So let's do what we can, but it's hard. I don't know. I don't have answers. Sarah, this week, I actually, yesterday or what is today? I think it was yesterday was Wednesday. So Tuesday night when I put him to bed, he started it and I tried something new and I just said, you know what, baby, mama has to ask you a favor. This, this meeting is something that I absolutely have to do. And I need you to try really hard to be a big boy about this. I need your help. Can you help me please? And it kind of worked and I, it probably won't work next week, but it, it kind of worked this week. And he Mm -hmm. said, okay, mom, okay, I'm going to help you, you know, and I don't think it was too bad for, for Peter. That's great. Redirecting the energy to Mm -hmm. something with purpose. But the whole point of this podcast is that we don't have the answers, right? This totally. Is just experience. We don't know. <laughs> We're just doing the best right. we can. And like, I get, I get like a pit in my stomach because I, I have spoken to people with teenagers who it's just a new level nowadays, or maybe it's just more mm. talked about. But you know, and you read so many articles about the rise of anxiety and depression in teens and the pressure and is it academic? Is it social media? I don't know. But I just am like, ah, what's to come? Like what, what does it all turn into? And what Mm. Mm -hmm. the the one thing that Wawa said helps him. And this is like, this has been a big breakthrough for him because it's like he had this insight by himself is, um, the other day he told me that uh, after he plays basketball, he noticed that he's he's not he he can't get to an anxious feeling. He feels he he said he either feels great or he feels tired, but he doesn't mm-hmm. ever feel low. That's how he describes it. I feel low. Mm. Endorphins, so, endorphins, awesome. and that's Exercise. I mean, yeah, and I'm duh, like I'm not, you know. I'm not mapping the human genome. I know plenty of people have said exercise relieves anxiety, but I was happy for him that he connected those dots for himself because obviously it's not a cure-all and he really struggles with transition, but I was Mm -hmm. glad that he felt like he had a tool. Yeah, and that's his thing too, that that's, that's his thing. He has that and he goes to it. I just think like the addressing it and talking about it with them with kids directly like this is the thing that you're experiencing and I'm here with you for it you know like I I think that I mean I remember being the anxious kid and having these crazy feelings inside of my body like you know something was going to explode in me and I just knew there was nobody safe to go to with this Mm. feeling like there's Mm. I'm not going to tell anyone about like I'm just going to sit here on the floor and rise but but I but like your kids are talking to you about it and that's so cool because Mm. it is cool hopefully that leads to something you know, healthy outcome. It's true. It's I true. never would have expressed it to my parents. I never did. You know, even mm-hmm. just even though you had a great anxiety. role model like me or, to just show you how to do it. Right. Uh, no, I didn't. It could have been anything. My 
gymnastics meets or so, like lots of things that now I look back are that are so silly, but they were huge inside my body as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like I have to whole... do this perfectly. Right. It's now time for a quick sponsor break. You guys, I want to talk to you about Native, a company that's created deodorants formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. They're safe, simple, and effective ingredients. The ingredients are found in nature like coconut oil, shea butter, tapioca starch. They never test on animals, and it's free shipping and free returns. You guys are going to love this deodorant. Okay, you know that I live in Hawaii, and October is an incredibly hot, sticky month here. I had to work an event in the evening in a silk dress recently, and I was so worried about it. But I had my native deodorant. It was cucumber mint smell, which was amazing. I didn't have any sweat stains, which... That was really tricky with silk. I was so worried about it, but it was such a successful evening and everything turned out fine. I just loved my experience with Native. With Native, it's ingredients that you know, and yes, less is more. Fewer, simpler ingredients. You know everything that's in your deodorant and it's worth it. It's aluminum free, it's safe, and it's effective. And there's really something for everyone. Native comes in a wide variety of great scents for men and women. It's not just the cucumber mint, but you can try eucalyptus mint, coconut and vanilla, the lavender rose, and they have other seasonal scents that come out as well. And if that's not for you, they also make an unscented. It's truly a great product, you guys. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code NAIL during checkout. Again, 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code NAIL. Get going on this, you guys. You're going to love it. Guys, Um, doesn't it break your heart or have you experienced it? Like when you, I remember the first time I saw my kid biting his nails. I was just like, yes, awful, awful. Oh, and the skin. Levi bites like the skin off his fingers. It's he's such a biter. Oh Oh, my god. Wawa went through a phase where he was like, um, not exactly cracking his knuckles, but like obsessively twisting his wrists and obsessively moving his fingers. Almost like, honestly, almost like somebody with like Parkinson's but on drugs would do, like obsessively, obsessively, obsessively. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I mean, it used to make me and Jeremy insane. I would want to grab his wrists and be like, "Fucking stop!" Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I see it in classrooms all the time, like yeah. the shirt chewer or the right, the throat clearer, the shirt chewer, or the. Right nail biter or yeah so is Um, that something you're supposed to interrupt because like if they're doing those things like that is that i feel like that's a manifestation of something going on in the mind yeah it's it's like nervousness and it's just like an output for it and i've like i can let it ride in my classroom for sure but when it's my own kid it's so hard to not be like don't bite your nails you know, oh, it's so hard. But not, I'm not saying like behavior, like to tell them to stop doing the thing, but like redirecting mm-hmm. in some other way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just tell them to stop no. doing the thing. Me too. I gently say, don't, so, like, honey, don't bite your shirt. Don't bite and your you shirt. You know what? It's, it's passed. He's done all kinds of things that have passed. Mm-hmm. They passed. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Jay and I made like a promise to each other not to, um, 
not to say anything about the wrist twisting. This was like four years ago mm-hmm. because just, and I, and this is not general. This is just with Wawa because he also went through a thing where he was telling me he felt like he couldn't breathe. And oh. I was like, dude, you are breathing. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, Wada, you've been telling me that you can't breathe for 10 minutes and I'm, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but you've been breathing the whole time. I just, <laughs> I just, the, I would just be at my wits oh, end. Um, <laughs> but that really showed me like that really, that experience was helpful for me because it really showed me that like, it is not about the physical sensation. Like he's breathing the whole time. He's trying to tell me something else about how he's feeling. And right. I'm it's not, not hearing, about logic either. Right. I'm not hearing what he's trying to tell me. So when he was doing the wrist twisting thing, oh. um, Jeremy and I basically just like made a vow to only talk to each other about how fucking annoying it was, but to never let that spill over and talk to him about it. Um, we used to close the door and just be like, what the fuck? But, um, Oh, that must've been hard. I was going to say you were so amazing. Remember when Levi had to pee all the time? Yes. Mm -hmm. I felt like you were amazing. You were in New York. I remember being in Times Square and and this is Times Square, New York City, spring break with a four-year-old, three-year-old who's telling you he has to pee every 10 minutes. And you and Garrett were like, okay, dude, let's find a bathroom. And I was like, wow. Oh my God, that's my trigger. But I'm like like saying, girl, can you hold it though? Can you just like hold it for a little while? He was peeing like every minute and a half at one point. But you and Garrett showed you never cracked. You were both so loving oh, and so patient and so kind about it. Been. Yeah. Well, thank you, girl. That was really hard. He, when he started his preschool last year, like his first year of preschool, he would um, bite his shirt so that it was soaked, you know, like the sleeves would be soft, like sopping, like hanging down. So I did find some company online that's like they make necklaces and bracelets with like a rubber Lego on them. And mm-hmm. I had got him a little necklace and I was like, I know you're nervous in school, but maybe instead of like sucking all over your shirt, you can just like chew on this little thing. And it totally worked. He stopped chewing his shirt and he kind of like chewed on this necklace for a few weeks and then it was done. Wow. Wow. Right. Such a pro. Killing me. Oh my God. It was like elbow down, sopping wet. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. God, I love the internet. I know. Oh my God. I know. I know. I have friends who have completely implemented meditation with their children like from such an early age that it's that just was, that was really I know I, it sounds funny but not at all they're anxious kids who it's a lifestyle it's not a weird thing the children know how to meditate they take a moment there's full breath in meditation in their family and amazing. Oof, that just seems pretty amazing it's always a great tool wow. you know all of us could Yes. That was my goal. It was that. my goal to be to like from the day Francis was born to like see me meditate every morning so that oh, wow. it was just like a normal thing. Yeah. But fuck, I didn't do that shit. Never mm-hmm. did, never got to it. I, I don't think meditated it's too late though. It's not no. It is not too late. And also, like, am I really going to start? Why I mean, not? I absolutely should. We all should. We, we, we do should. like, I'm sure you guys do, but the thing is like, I'm sure you all do a version of meditating with your kids. We, we do like, we don't call it meditation, but we do like guided breathing, breathing right? Guided breathing where we all lie on the floor together. And... I'm sorry, Kate. No, we don't, but I love that idea. But 
No, but I'm sure you tell your kids to calm down and take a couple deep breaths. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, I mean, yeah. I, the funny thing is, is I don't do it too much with my kids, but if I'm ever leading a class or, you know, with children mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I'm constantly doing that. Okay. Ready? Three deep breaths in just to ground Yes, of them. course. It but... works, you know, but I don't do it with my own kids. Same, same. Real it's life. It's a huge message in Daniel Tiger. Taking Mid- deep breaths. They oh, yeah. That's where I got it. And count to four. Daniel Tiger hasn't really come up on this podcast for a while. I just, well, I just want to shout it out. Like, I'm still in love with that show. Okay. I am too, man. She too. loves it, but Augie will not let her watch it. Mm. So Ugh. depressing. I know. Okay. So, guys, nailing it yeah. and failing it. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to just go for it because I got a good one this week. Okay. I got an excellent nail. Um, last weekend, Tim and I had a, a late date night, and we just ended up working it out that Francis stayed over at her nanny's house for the night. Yes. Wow. She did her first full sleepover and she stayed in a room with three other kids. And they literally said that she like, they don't know how long she was awake, but when they woke up at like seven 30, they looked over at her and she was just sitting up in her pack and play, just like looking at them. Angel. Oh my gosh. Quietly. Oh Angel. my so gosh. So cute. Sarah, I love it. And did you guys just make love all night long? Oh boy. Oh, obviously. Duh. Okay. So that's there that's where the fail comes in. Okay. Okay. So obviously we like, you know, we tried to get our the show that we were yeah we tried to get it on. the show we were going to didn't start until 10 30 at night which what the fuck rob delaney like so that's, late that's too late that's not okay um anyway so we were trying to have sex before we went out um at the recommendation of the thread get it out of the way i mean enjoy it yeah so, but Francis is like out on her sleepover. So I have my phone, my ringer on because I'm nervous. And while we're like getting to it, um, my phone dinged. Like mm-hmm. there's a text message. And was it us? In my brain, I'm like, fuck it. You know, like I really want to go get that, but like that, <laughs> would, that would ruin the mood. And, um, so like I use the excuse of like when I'm going to get the condom I was like I'm just gonna swing by my phone oh my god in case it's Maria and so I I do I go I swing by the phone I check it and it's fucking not Maria it's one of us who the ever the hell from from Beto Beto Auroric Oh, it's a political oh. text. It's a fucking political text. Oh gosh. Okay. And so I'm like, what a goddamn waste. And I should, I could have just left it at that, but then I walked back to Tim with a condom, and I was like, ugh, fucking Beto's texting me right now. <laughs> oh boy. You know, like 
Beto, Beto. No, no, I can't say it. Beto. Beto. Chrissy's like, I can't take it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You Beto believe it. Beethoven. Like Beethoven. Beethoven, yeah. Anyway, so I I definitely ruined the moment. We did end up still having sex. Great. Um, All that matters. Okay. In the end, is that a nail? I don't know. Yes. But yeah, you got nail. nailed. It's a nail. I still have mm-hmm. zero game. Good job. Okay. Um, I got a boring fail, a quick boring fail. Um, that we recently went on a family trip where we stayed at a hotel, and uh, we didn't get there till midnight. We went to Universal Studios in Florida again, which I don't want to talk about too much <laughs> in case they get made fun of. But um, we didn't we didn't get there until midnight, and the tickets are like the flight and the park tickets and the hotel tickets are in one email that they send you and it has a barcode and you just are scanning that barcode on your phone for the whole weekend. And we get there at midnight and on a Friday after a full week of school and obviously we're all cracked out, tired. And the guy behind the desk is like, okay, just show me your, just show me this magical barcode and we'll get you guys to your room, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm holding my phone up to him, showing him and He's he's like okay. he's like okay I don't see it no it's okay he's like okay I don't see I don't see, I don't see it and I'm like <laughs> swiping my thumb but I'm not looking at my phone I'm getting so fucking annoyed with him and I'm like I did everything through JetBlue could you could I just give you the phone could you just look on my phone I did everything through JetBlue and finally he was like um I think it's like a tracker and I was like a tracker what do you mean a tracker no it's not a tracker it's a, supposed to be a barcode and like, no I think you're showing me like a, a, a tracker and I was just showing this poor bastard my period tracker oh oh, like, oh. Yeah. a it. tracker a tracker you were like, tracking you have a period tracking app and that's what you showed him to scan your barcode but like this tired, this tired night night shift nineteen year old Floridian who was like, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really good. That's hilarious. Wow. We figured it out. Good deal. Okay. Good. Deal. Um. Okay. Got a nail. Halloween is locked and loaded. All costume pieces are in the closet, hidden. Oh, ding, huge ding, nail! Ding, wow, ding, way ding. ahead of schedule. Way ahead. Hold on. Why are they hidden? Oh, oh, come on. You yeah. can't let them wear them, Pre. They'll <laughs> be over, over it. They'll want a new costume. They're going to want they'll a new lose one. All the okay, I for- I'm sorry. I forgot that parenting tool. Oh, God. That's right. <laughs> uh, so that's my nail. My fail is just, I'm sorry. Like, my son is taking it to the next level with his insults. Every time it, it gets nastier and nastier. And I'm yeah. trying not to react. But tonight um full tantrum and as i was leaving to work out he said you know what my kindergarten teacher teaches me everything wonderful that i know and you and dede only taught me to be a jerk (laughs) (laughs) wow i hope you were like cool go live with her bye yeah bye buddy Oh my God, they are. That's mean. It gets worse. Last week it was. Um, I'm so sorry. To, did I already tell you guys this? I'm so sorry to tell you, Mama. But at this point, I'm afraid of you. Okay, they okay. know exactly what to say. Yeah, like well, Allie, you know that's my worst fear of being a mother because mm, that's how we felt. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> sure, 
And sometimes you're like, why aren't you fucking afraid of me? Come on. You know, you're like, why, why, why aren't, why won't you be afraid of me? It's like he knew like that. That's that's what I want to avoid as a mother. And I wasn't even being. Yeah. Like I could have. He knew. Uh, What he reminds me of lately. Kevin McAllister. Ooh. In Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh. Or for the trip. I wish yeah. my family would disappear. Yeah. yeah. He's so. I don't want to share, I don't want to so share the victim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Victim. The victim. Victim. Mm-hmm. We're like. The okay. A little kid who gets shit on by his family. We're like. Just fuck him. The victim. <laughs> <laughs> right. But also. Boo. He's not entirely innocent. Kate. Right. No. I'm just laughing at us. Like. We're like. You want to be sensitive to your anxious child. Cut to us 20 minutes later. Oh. Kevin McAllister. Psh- fucking victim the victim it's also like um edmund from the chronicles of narnia why do i know that because i'm in it right now but he's gross though he's such a jerk to to lucy jerk he makes all the wrong moves and yet he's just a child that's basically been labeled all right let's save this for our (laughs) spinoff okay (laughs) do i have a does critty do you have a nail fail Mm-mm. Kind of. I, it's it's more just a funny little ditty. I was in the bathtub with Matilda the other night, and she was like peering, like face like an inch from my vagina, just staring. <laughs> oh my god! moves. Just oh, staring at it, and she just goes, "Mama, what's this hairy thing? Is this Harry Potter?" <laughs> she did not. No, she did no, not. No, she did. Is this Harry Potter? Mama, what's this hairy thing? Is this Harry Potter? <laughs> Your vagina is now nicknamed Harry Potter. Harry I'm Potter. dead. Like I'm dead. dead. I go, dead. No, baby. No, baby. It's mama's no. vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my that gosh. is so Her little voice is so cute. Is this oh. Harry Potter? You're like, <laughs> sure is, babe. And it makes magic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Pray. My fail is that my first grader came home. He's coming home with all kinds of things from a little boy in his class. And he's like, mom, pinky swear to me right now that there's no such thing or that Santa is real and that it's not you wrapping up the presents and putting them under the tree. So and so said that it's you, that it's all a lie that the Easter bunny is all a lie and it's just you. I mean, I still believe mom, I believe. And I told him he was wrong, but you need to pinky swear to me right now. Oh my God. I was like, Oh, changing the subject. And then he was like, and also he said, I mean, this is getting a little bit deeper because we all have different beliefs, but he was like, also, he said, there's no such thing as God or any God. And that that was just a big Christian lie. Breaking hearts all over the place. That's awful. What, uh, Allie? So okay, you got... those are big, big words for a six-year-old, honey. So anyway, so you did you like... ever lock into a pinky swear? I did not. I avoided Good it. Girl. I avoided it. I just put my hand on my heart, like, honey, I believe. And do you believe, you know, I put it back in his court. He's like, I do, mom. I do believe, you know. Oh, God. Good job, Allie. Well done. <laughs> God, I was like, I'm like, fuck that little fucker. Right. Fuck Stop that little it. fucker. You're ruining my 
You're ruining my holiday. We're right upon it. Knock it off. You got to believe to receive. You got to mm-hmm. believe to receive. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, so. Mm. Wow. Well, you guys, anxiety is real. Of course, we all deal with it on some level. And our kids certainly are. And I, I think as they get older, it's not going to get any easier. But at least we have yeah. each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, communicating is the best thing that we can do. Yeah. Wow. How's that for my timing, listeners? Oh. Really good. Oh, really really good. hard job to get the timing. You, just you know, you know who you are. To anybody who wanted to write a review about how bad my timing is on nail fails, I'm doing my best. And <laughs> I'm doing my best. That's it for now. Check you guys next week for another nursing and cursing, where we won't tell your husband that you accidentally let your kid eat a cat turd. <laughs>